Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more Damn. stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast. If you're watching on the YouTubes, Jay turned towards me. I was like, wait, which way do I have to turn to turn towards him? And I was wrong. I was wrong. I had to think about it. I have to turn to my right, yeah. even though to look at Jay, (laughs) like when I'm looking at my screen, it's to my left. Yes. So... That's fun. It's always hard for me. I have to like think about it. Like, okay, that's that way. So yes, yep. I have to look. we did a little Brady Bunch uh, looking at each other in the uh, YouTube boxes there. Yes, and it it, it did not go great. So uh, yeah. So well, I just screwed myself with the intro here. So I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, we're here. Yeah. Uh, you know, brought to you by our sponsors, Charlie the Baking Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, Nick and Ivy Brewing. Hi, Jay. Hi. It's good to see you. Yeah. It's been, uh, what, about a week? About a week. Yeah. <laughs> it's about right. <laughs> Aside from our stupid-ass texts we send each other all the time. Oh, yeah. Our text, right? <laughs> it's like half, let me put this in here so I remember it for the podcast, yes. and half stupid TikToks that we know will make the, each other laugh. Or, okay, yes, laugh. We'll go with that. Yes. Definitely. Well, true. Uh, yeah, speaking true. of TikTok, you can follow us there at I'm Fat Pod. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Threads, Facebook, all at I'm Fat Pod. We've got our uh, merchandise shop, I'm mm-hmm. with some brand new designs from our buddy Mark Fishman. Came up what? with a bunch of new stuff this week. So we've got the uh, I'm Fat Podcast written out in like the ransom letter format. With yes. all the fast food logos. So we're not going to tell everybody, but I see uh, In-N-Out Burger for the I, M for McDonald's. Mm-hmm. The F is Fuddruckers, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> the A looks like Arby's. Arby's. Taco Bell T. Mm-hmm. We'll let everybody else Portillo's figure out the rest. P. Yeah, check yeah. those out. Uh, we've got the, if you're frying, I'm buying with the air fryer on it, the deep fryer on I it. I love that. <laughs> and then in celebration of the T Public's ability to give you uh, tie dye. We have a Grateful Dead bear that says "Grateful for Bread," and it's a tie dye design by default. But you can get any of our T Public shirts in any color you want, any design you want: tank top, hoodie, um, you know, the tri blend shirts, the classic cotton, whatever you're looking for. It's Thong. there for you. Thong, but banana hammock, whatever you need, <laughs> they've got it for you at T Public. So go to I'mFatMerch.com. That will take you directly. To our I'm Fat Podcast storefront on T Public, stock up on any of these new designs, or of course our myriad classic designs, mm-hmm. all available. Like we said at I'mFatMerch.com. Uh, make sure you're subscribed, all that great stuff. Leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And look, it would be really, really helpful if you're listening to this podcast and you navigate over to YouTube.com/slash I'm Fat Podcast. And just subscribe to our page. We've got to get a thousand subscribers to start mm-hmm. making a little bit of money off of YouTube, that evil corporation that it is. We're around 800. So if you just got a minute, even if you have no intention of ever watching this show on YouTube, which why well, can't really blame you, um, right? You know, it's it's perfectly reasonable. Uh, please head over to YouTube and and subscribe to the page. We'll give you a minute to do that right now. 
Okay, so yeah, youtube.com slash I'm Fat Podcast. Then just navigate down there. You'll see the subscribe button. Go ahead and just mm-hmm. hit that. Yep. All right, we're good. Done? Yeah, I think so. Okay, thank you for doing that for us. We appreciate that. Very, very helpful indeed. Uh, and we love you for that. All right, let's get the show started, shall we? Sure. Rick, this yeah. week, I made a mistake, food-wise. Oh, no. <laughs> so... I've been talking about Freddy's on 31st and Union a few times. Um, mm-hmm. One of my favorite spots. And like I told you, I've been kind of in a rut with my food lately. So I've been going to some different places before work. I work in the West Loop. I live in Homewood. So I leave very early in case there's going to be some sort of catastrophic traffic incident. Because nothing yeah. stresses me out more than being like late or rushed or unsure. So... I almost always leave for my two o'clock show around 1030 or 11 just to get okay. down there and ease in and not. And I know I'm going to have lunch on the way. So sometimes I get to work really early. But anyway, I've been kind of in a rut with the food. So I've been going to Freddy's because I got a huge menu. So this week I just got there. I want to try their buffalo boneless wings, which mm-hmm. were good and fries. And I'm like, you know what? Throw in a pizza puff while you're at it because I'm a little bit hungry. Yeah. Well, I sent you a photo. Of yes, said pizza puff. And I don't know if this captures the essence of the size of this pizza puff. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they closed off half of a pot pie. Yes. Okay. Like a full pot pie. Remember back in the day when you were a kid and you would play football with your friends and you would buy the, it would, the brand was like Baden, B-A-D-E-N. It was yeah. like a rubber football and it was a mini football. And it was super easy to catch because it was incredibly grippy. The laces mm-hmm. were like rubber and you can move them. It was that size of, a, of wow. a pizza puff. This is a calzone. That is not a pizza puff. That is misleading. Yeah. So I ordered that on top of the boneless wings, on top of the huge order of fries. And first of all, you've got the fat shame of being the guy at the table with three separate trays of food mm-hmm. <laughs> for just you. And then people are looking at you like, you're going to eat all that food? And I, was, I couldn't. I ate half the pizza puff. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to finish the thing. If I finish right. this, I'm going to be sick. I'm going to be physically ill if I finish this. Mm-hmm. So I take it. And that night, like, we're going to the Cubs game. So I couldn't, like, take it home. So I brought it to work and I gave half to our social media coordinator, Casey, who is about the size of my leg. Yeah. Uh, and she took down the other half impressively. Um, nice. But I will say, now that I've had this. It's very good, mm-hmm. but if the people from Freddy's are listening, I would say like the middle part of my calzone, like the cheese was not melted yet. Oh, okay. They, they put the, it's interesting, probably to make it melt faster, the cheese are like tiny little cubes, like not cube, like, uh, like you buy like those little cheese cubes to snack on or like what you put sure. like a appetizer, like tiny, tiny microscopic cubes. So almost like the cubes that are the cubes of cheese that are in a pizza roll. Yeah. Yes, exactly like that. And so like the middle of this had not melted yet. It wasn't cold, but a lot of the cheese had not melted yet. That said, the dough was excellent. The, Mm. you know, the sauce, I just got a cheese one. The, The sauce inside was great. The cheese that was melted was excellent. The dough was fantastic. So it was really, really good. But I, I think it just needs to be like cooked a little longer. Also, I let it sit for a while before I ate it 
So it's not yeah. like I cut it the second it came out of the fryer. Sure. And that was the other thing. They're like, do you want it fried or baked? And when they give you that decision, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I always say, what do people tend to get? Because I don't want to be the guy that just says, oh, fried, please. And be a yeah. big fat ass in front of everybody. Not that it matters. But I go, what do people usually get? She goes, fried. I go, great. I'll take that. Because that, I knew mm-hmm. she was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Layer of protection. Yes. So uh, I got it. It was really, really good. Not fully mm-hmm. melted. Um, had it been fully melted, I think it would have been like a solid 8 or 9 out of 10. But mm-hmm. that little note, little note there. But the boneless wings were good. <clears throat> little pricey. I only got six, and they were like eight bucks or so. And okay. they weren't overly huge by any means. Uh, and the fries at Freddy's are great. But if you ever go to a Sox game, 31st and Union, right there. That's the, hang on, southwest corner. The northwest corner is Pancho Pistola's which mm-hmm. is my favorite uh, Mexican food in the city. Lawrence Holmes just went there uh, this week and made an Instagram post about it. He said he got a breakfast nice. burrito, which I've never had from there. Um, huh. Yeah, but you can't go wrong at that corner, Pancho Pistola's or Freddy's. Uh, and they, they di- I will make a note, too, that mm-hmm. um, they had, it's like a longer wait for the pizza puff. Okay. It's like 10 minutes or so to bake it. So apparently it needs to be a little longer. I see. That's the thing is like, I came up and I said, cause I actually had gone to the bathroom and taken a phone call. So I came mm-hmm. up and I said, did you call me yet? And I think sometimes when people do that, they think people are being impatient. Oh yeah. But I just, I sincerely thought I might've missed it. So maybe they kind of rushed it out to get it to me. Um, okay. But otherwise excellent. Good place. Can't nice. recommend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think, no, I'll start. Okay, so I I was at the Jewels this week. The Jewels. And I wanted to try something a little different dessert-wise. So usually, lately, I don't know about you, but I go through cycles about just wanting to get ice cream and just have bowls of ice cream versus getting, like, you know, some sort of thing, whether it's, like, your uh, strawberry, the, what is it, the... Oh my God! Why am I blanking? Is it like the Eclair brand or whatever? This, um, yeah, like the little Debbies or whatever, like the little yeah, Eclairs. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So doing something like that, I just wanted bowls of ice cream. So I was looking a to see if anything that I usually get is on sale. It was not. Nope. So I'm like, okay, leave some room for for uh, to try something different. And I feel like I had heard, and I'm probably gonna butcher the name, like Tillamook or whatever. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I'd seen it and like heard of it, but I hadn't had it. And I'm like, well, if nothing's going to be on sale, then I might as well at least try something. And especially for like just ice cream that you're getting out of the freezer at the jewels. It's good. Yeah. Did you so like a, li- a little, a little creamier. Yes. Uh, and like briars or, cause I always just go off of like briars and Edie's and I, I'm, I've always been briars over Edie's person. Uh, but like, it's not as like where Briars is almost, it's not quite like a Baskin Robbins where it's that together, but it's almost like if you were to make a progression of it, it'd be like Baskin Robbins is the most like the hardest ice cream. You know what I mean? Sure. Like firmest. Yeah. Firmest. Thank you. I couldn't find that word. Yeah. Uh, then in the middle would be Briars. And then after that would be Tillamook. And I was like, really here for it i got the the uh cookie dough nice awesome 
So do they really, sell, really good. do they have those in pints or did you buy like the bigger, like the, what, I don't know what you call the next the, step up from a pint. Uh, I got the bigger one. Yeah. Oh, nice. I didn't see any pints of them there. So I was like, all right, I'm all in. I mean, it's ice cream. It can't be that bad. <laughs> yeah. So I was willing to take, take the risk and yeah, just like if you want a, an alternative for just like, if you want a little bit creamier, like the ingredients, it was, you know, it was just cookie dough so it's, it's tough to mess that up but really good like the the actual little bites of cookie dough are very good like right on right on par with what you would expect and just like that style of ice cream that is a really nice option that's going to be in my ice cream rotation now that's a good brand and they also make cheese so you can buy like their um if you like if you're buying shredded cheese for like white people taco night or whatever sure they've got this like thicker shredded cheese. Mm-hmm. It's more expensive. That's for sure. But like if you're having baked potatoes or something, the Tillamook cheese Ooh. is incredible because it melts great. And it's like a little bit uh, thicker and creamier than your typical like Sargento or what's that brand? Lucerne, which sounds like a yeah, like a medication of some kind. Right. Um, or an arrested development bit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He was bit by a Lucerne. Um <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, but the Tillamook brand is good. I've had, my mom got the rice cream. I feel like she got like a raspberry, like chocolate, like a raspberry chocolate chip or something like that. Or she's oh, really if, that, if that was there, I would have gotten that a thousand okay. percent because I have been on such a raspberry, like a raspberry chip type thing for a while. I, I could have missed it or it just wasn't at my jewels. But if, if I find that it will be consumed. Okay, yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure, I don't know, because I buy her ice cream all the time, so mm-hmm. that might have been a mix-up, but um, she does like the Tillamook. She is a Haagen-Dazs. My mom is always... Fanatic. She's, my mom is very brand-conscious, like mm-hmm. and she thinks if it's more expensive, it has to be better. Oh, okay. Uh, so she's like, I need Haagen-Dazs. I'm like, okay. So I get her the caramel cone or the... Uh, Ooh, was it yeah. Pralines and Cream probably is the other one mm-hmm. that she really likes, so... I mean, it's fine. I don't pay for it. Right. <laughs> they pay for it, so go nuts. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, the Tillamook stuff is good. But, yeah, if you're doing, like, baked potatoes or tacos or whatever, make sure you find that Tillamook cheese. They also sell these, like, individually wrapped, like, little snacking cheeses. Oh, okay. Yeah. Almost it's like a-, a baby bell type vibe? Uh, no, it's like a flatter, uh, I don't know, like a flat, uh, like a, th- think of, like, the, like a ruler. <laughs> Okay, so almost like it would go on like a club cracker yeah, type thing. Yeah, probably. Okay, actually, that's very smart of you, Rick. Probably exactly the size you would put on a club cracker. Yes, hmm. and they probably did that every, every once in a while. I don't sound like an <laughs> idiot for two seconds. Every now and again. Yeah. Um, I know we have some taste tests today, right? We do. Do you have yes. two or three? I I have one. Oh, you have one. I have one too. All right. Well, why okay. don't you go first? Because I'm very me very intrigued by this. Okay. So in the same trip I was at the Jewels, I, on one of these like end caps, might have actually even been in the ice cream aisle, they had stuffed puffs, big bites. So it's filled marshmallows, and this is cookies and cream for those that are not watching on the YouTubes. I don't know how to feel about this going into it. I have not had one as of yet, so let's see. I don't know how. It almost looks like marshmallow sushi in a way. Oh, fun. I have seen these before, and I don't know why I have not bought them. Okay, so it's got like a like a like an Oreo cookie casing. 
on the marshmallow. So it like and it feels like crumbly, more crunchy? dense. Yeah, yeah, crumbly. Okay. Um, it feels like a more dense marshmallow, which makes sense because there's supposed to be like the cookies and cream stuff inside of it. So we're not going to really have any ASMR here. So <laughs> it's like a bite because it's a, a GD marshmallow. All right. There's a little bit. Show me the inside. That's pretty good. Give me a give me an inside view. Okay. Oh. Okay. So a lot of marshmallow and then a little bit of that cookies and cream. So is there like okay. an outer layer on like outside them? I see that. So to me, it looked like it was a marshmallow just coated with cookies and cream. Well, there's. Can you see inside another it? Layer like in there, there yeah. is that discoloration. That's cookies and cream in there. Okay. Because it's if you look at that like versus what the package is, it's supposed to be stuffed with cookies and cream. Yeah, it's kind of backwards. Yeah, um, that's actually that's pretty good. I will be buying those. Those look. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this is pretty awesome. I've had a bit of an issue lately with like marshmallow flavored things. Mm-hmm. Like, I've gotten like a marshmallow uh, like on my Sunday at Dairy Queen and. I find that a lot of the marshmallow flavored things don't taste very good. Marshmallows are great and marshmallow yes. fluff is great, but marshmallow flavoring, it's tasting very chemically to me lately. So I think that's fair. Yeah, there's like a I haven't had anything recently like that, but it's never I think that's part of the reason s'more stuff is generally like if you're thinking of like a concept for like a blizzard or something. Yeah, like that's not something that I generally default to because I like went through a stretch with it, but like it's not normally my default because the artificial is so artificial tasting. Not that a marshmallow mm-hmm. is a natural thing, right? But the way they're trying to do, you know, duplicate marshmallow taste is not working. All yeah, right. my t- that's all right. That's good. Like I don't know. Like that's one of those where I could maybe have like a couple at a time. It might be a little much for me to have more than like two. Well, it's probably how it's supposed to be. What's a serving? Oh God! Air quotes serving one piece. Yeah, <laughs> but ninety calories for one. For one. How much sugar is in one? Oh boy. Uh, let's see. Total sugars eleven grams. Okay, that's not bad. I can have one of those yeah. or two of those a day and be fine. Yeah. All right. My wife. Found these yeah. somewhere. I don't mm-hmm. forget where. Maybe a 7-Eleven. Okay. <laughs> these are the brand of potato chips. Did is- you? Did did you? God, she's gonna kill me for asking this. <laughs> did you grab the bag and just like immediately put it in her face? I should have. Damn it! <laughs> I should have. Uh, if you're not watching on YouTube, and damn it, you should be. The brand mm-hmm. is Fat Sack. The flavor of chip is hot wings. And Where were these that, found? Rick, everybody loves a fat sack. It says on the back. I don't know. She said for where and I forget. Okay. Probably like a 7-Eleven or something like that. All right. Yeah. Smell I feel like chips great. when you initially, the, there's no chip that when you had initially opened the bag that has a good smell. That's I think there's a, a lot have like a neutral or like basically no smell. But if if there is a distinct scent upon opening a bag, it's generally not good. 
but I and I also think that has nothing to do with the flavor. Yeah, well, I'm gonna try it. Smelling the chip itself, it just smells like buffalo wing sauce. Okay, Let, let's try. Let's put this fat sack in my mouth. <laughs> it's mm. a tea bag taste test. Actually, that's excellent. Oh, that's really good, and it's not chicken flavored. Thank you. Oh yeah, like yeah. Speaking of of artificial flavors that are bad, chicken. any sort of artificial meat flavor, bad. Yeah. Ooh, a little kick to it too. Nice. That was way better than I thought it was going to be. How right. dare you doubt the fat sack? Never. I'm gonna text her and see where she got these. Okay. Where did you find the fat sack? <laughs> I'm a child. <laughs> right. <laughs> when you woke, when I woke up this morning and the, you had kicked off the sheets. That's <laughs> the problem. Is it's not that that's fat. It's everything else. <laughs> oh. <okay. laughs> anyway. <laughs> What sponsor wants to follow that up? I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to give it to Mazda of Orland Park. I was going to say, let's drive away from that situation in your Mazda CX-30. I feel like I feel like Eric Bates listens the least frequently of all of our sponsors. (laughs) Wow, I don't ever snort. That was pretty good. So we'll have him follow up the fat sack. Go get yourself a CX-5, a CX-30, a CX-90, the CX, uh, no, there's a CX-30. Three no the Mazda three, yeah I said fifty, Mazda six Mazda six is the Miata still out? I don't know I don't know my uncle drove one of those. You know what the Miata weighs as much as me? (laughs) It's a fat sack. Yeah, um, yeah, not very much. He lives in Florida. It was cool. Eighty nine ten West one hundred fifty nine Street in Orland Park seven zero eight four four four. 3200 give them a call or visit their website mazda of jokes aside i love my mazdas i've got two a cx5 from 2015 and a cx30 from 2022 and uh they are beautiful cars they run great super reliable the only maintenance i've had to do is routine just the routine you know getting the oil changes getting the brake pads you know change when the time comes and they both run beautifully brand new they run like they're brand new i love them both and i'll be a mazda customer for life not only because the cars are great but because of the buying experience at mazda of orland park so become a mazda customer for yourself mazda of orland park.com go say hi go visit eric at mazda mm-hmm. of orland park all right um i have a confession is this a fat fashion it is a fat fashion yesterday i had three servings of salad Um, was it a taco salad? No, it was better than that. Was Something it, it I never had pasta before. salad. It was a taffy apple salad. Oh, okay. So I got in this argument with my cousin who was hosting the party, Allison. I'm like, I had three servings of salad. I deserve cookies. And she's like, that's taffy apple salad. I go, and I just pointed at the sign. They had a sign on it. I identified what it was. I just tapped the salad sign many, many times. <laughs> so basically... I know everyone's With your fat had this. Sack. Everyone has yes. had this except me. It is literally like whipped marshmallows. Okay. Actual marshmallows, chunks of apple, and I know some have nuts, some don't. This one had nuts. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was freaking amazing. I had huh. three big balls of that stuff. 
I ate what's on that screen. I probably ate half of that. And that is like a significant wow. size. That's like a, a potato chip bowl. Okay. Yeah. Taffy. That sounds that. great. So if you see it at a party, Rick, mm-hmm. yes. I know you don't love nuts, but they kind of right. blend in here. Like they okay. don't really stand out. They just kind of give it a crunch more than anything. Instead okay. of just being kind of a mushy, mushy thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have that. <laughs> okay. Because I've seen it for years. I'm like, is that mayo? What is that? And then Addy got yeah. some. And in my new, my new found, like, I'll try anything that I've been in lately. Mm-hmm. I told Addy, like, give me a spoonful of it and I'll try it. And I went, I immediately stood up and filled my plate with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, I can imagine you like take the bite. You turn away slowly, stand up casually, <laughs> grab your plate, and then boom, you're like there. Yeah, gone. It was awesome. And I've seen I've seen it at parties, and I just never knew what it was. Mm-hmm. Now I will be stalking um, taffy apple salad. So there you go. I had three salads yesterday. Yeah. Okay. So here's something I can bring up that I, I don't believe is betraying confidences. And I'm not saying... No, I have clarity on where the fat sack was purchased. Oh, yes. The this pe- is important. The Pedway convenience store right outside. Really? The, right outside the Metro Electric Station and Millennium Station. There's mm-hmm. a little newsstand. That's where the fat sack was purchased. There you go. Interesting. Okay. Sorry. So I, I'm more bringing this up because I'm I'm not necessarily saying it's bad. I just disagree. Oh, and I'm, I'm curious how many people agree with Sam with Sam on this one. She's not a fan of like cooked or baked like fruits. So like an apple pie is like eh because it you know like she she likes it raw. The fruits. I'm not. You, that was too easy. I'm not even taking that one. Well, <laughs> <laughs> if you watch on YouTube, Rick said she likes it raw, and I just rolled my eyes at him. Yep. <laughs> like, try to hide much. a little bit, buddy. <laughs> right. No. No. Uh I can see that. Like I Yeah. I can see that. I do I told you how much I like grilled pineapple. Mm-hmm. Um because I think it just is like a juicy explosion. Um yeah. but typically I don't know. I like well, I like grilled vegetables. Where's she at on okay. that? Like cooked like cooked like green peppers, like peppers on a beef sandwich. Oh, she I think it's beef. it's more fruits versus yeah. vegetables. I mean what about cherry pie? Will she eat cherry pie? I don't know. I haven't asked specifically about that. But I think it's one of those things where it's probably more common than I think it is. And I'm just interested in, uh, you know, if you are one of those people, uh, reach out, say something, comment on all of our social medias at I'm Fat Pot or any of our social medias, I should say. Just because it's one of those things where I hadn't really thought about that before because everyone in, in my family is always just like anytime uh, my mom will like make an apple pie or something like that. We're like, let's go. <laughs> so the fact that like, you know, just the the cooked fruits is not her jam. I'm like, hmm, interesting. I get it. Like I, I get it like texture wise and stuff like that. Like here I get it. But uh, yeah. It's something I've just I've given more thought to lately. Hmm. I disagree, but I I don't think it's like an egregious thing where it's like this is wrong. No, I I think it's probably pretty rare. Most people mm-hmm. like apple pie, cherry pie. Yeah. Like hmm. does she not like it warm? Like will she eat it if it's room temp? Is that is it a temperature thing? 
or just I don't the way think it it's a room. I don't think it's a temperature thing necessarily. I think it's, I mean, I guess technically just because of what the temperature does to it, but like, yeah. I think if it's, yeah, if it's just like warmed up, probably fine. But, but yeah, like if it was just like apples there with maybe like some caramel or something on it, probably just be here for it. But if it's like, you know, cooked in a pie, whatever, then no. I mean, Sam's lovely, but there are some troubling food takes happening here lately. Well, <laughs> and I clearly have none of those. So, you know, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Fine. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Was, yeah. It was just one of those things I found interesting, especially as like uh, yesterday she uh, was giving one of her dogs a pill and like, you know, putting it in peanut butter so the dog would eat it and whatever. And then I lean in to pet the dog and I'm just like, oh, hey, how's it? Oh, oh peanut butter smell. Like, I'm, I'm like oh my I, I just like I couldn't even I, I don't even like the smell, man. That's so weird. I that that is a little bit strange. I I, 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 I we we tease you about it and like people yeah. like what they like or whatever. But the fact you have an aversion to the smell is weird. Did something happen to you with peanut butter as a kid? Right, well, and that's what I was just going to say is like there's no like PTSD associated with it. I just don't like it gotta be your dog. I, it's weird it's weird for it to be that strong of an aversion without there being like something happened yeah like my mom doesn't like preserves she'll okay. eat jelly but not preserves because when she was a kid her grandma made preserves mm -hmm. and they like spread it on toast and there was like a bug in it mm. so that yeah it's gross yeah like that's gonna impact you sure you know so yeah, I get, I get, there's, I don't know. There's got to be something. Search the yes. recesses. Go to therapy and figure it out. <laughs> like, I've got a bunch oh. of shit going on, but this is the most important thing. Why do I yeah. hate peanut butter? <laughs> yeah, right. The thing is, it's like, I'd like to know why. I also have no desire to change it. No. Hey, man. It's like me with mayo. Like, yeah, I don't like it. Fine. It's the last thing I need to add to my diet. Right. <laughs> you know, like, there's, yes. no, there's no benefit to it for me aside from more calories and more fat and grossness. So yeah, no, right. I don't need it. Nope. I'm happy without it. Um, we talked about this a few weeks ago, but we've had some really busy shows. Mm -hmm. um, and I was thinking about like kind of debuting a segment like unofficially called things fat people hate. Okay. And it's yes. not the smell of peanut butter. Um, but I want to see if, if you agree with me on this. Hmm. Well, it's kind of twofold. Okay. First, it's picnics. And the reason why picnics suck is because sitting on the ground sucks. Okay. So not, I don't know how long ago it was now within the last, like, let's say six weeks. I think Sam and I went on a picnic and food was good. Like the conversation, good, like all that stuff. But I was changing the way I was sitting consistently yes because it's like okay my right leg's asleep okay i've been like on my side so much in the uh in the paint me like your french girls you know pose and i'm like okay now my elbow's sore from like leaning on it when i'm like doing one of these okay now i gotta sit up again now my other leg's asleep uh you know and then and then you're also shirt tugging to make sure whatever way you are that your shirt is uh is you know covering everything like 
I get it. Yes. I totally get it. And you've got shoes on and like the shoes are mm-hmm. jamming in. You're sitting crisscross applesauce. That's the proper term now. Um, yeah. And you're that's digging in your foot. Your back hurts and you're probably sweaty and there's wind and your food's blowing all over the place. And you like have to hold a plate like on your lap mm-hmm. or on the on the picnic blanket. And then it blows away and there's yeah. seagulls everywhere. F your picnics. If there's a table. <laughs> yeah. I'll eat on a table. I'll eat outside sure. at a table. Don't make me sit on the ground for an extended period of time. Yeah, I'm not full on F picnics, but I'm I'm like picnics aren't an all the time thing. Well, like this actually this this observation stemmed from we did a movie in the park for okay. uh, the Homewood Baseball and Softball League. We showed the sandlot like at the end of the year. Nice. And I had to like just sit on a blanket. I'm like, this is so uncomfortable. I'm so uncomfortable right now. Yeah, like I'm, you're doing like the lean back one. Mm-hmm. You're doing all the things you describe, and all you're doing is constantly adjusting to how uncomfortable you are. Right, and, and the thing is, that when you do the lean back one, and you've got enough, and you know you've got enough up top as a dude, that's not great either. No, absolutely. And then you've got to be the fat guy that gets up off the ground in front of a crowd of people. That is, that is such an <laughs> underrated, horrific thing as a fat guy. Thank you. So, oh. So there's this new, (laughs) I don't remember the guy's handle on TikTok. And it's so, it's such a great concept that like we should do the fat version of it, of things, things you can't look tough doing. (laughs) Have you seen this guy? He's, it's so good. It's like getting out of the back seat of a two, of a two door car, walking down a hill, walking with an umbrella. (laughs) Was one of them. With umbrella. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, getting out of a booth. Like, yes, it's, it's all of it is so true. Like in the first edition of that for fat people, it would be getting up off the ground because it's a rollover. Get up on your knees. Mm-hmm. One leg up. Chances are your ass crack is showing at yes. least maybe your. If you're not careful, <laughs> your fat sack might be showing. If you got the wrong shorts on, or you split your pants, yeah, like it's just, it's unpleasant. So if you're the partner of a fat person, don't plan a picnic. Or if you do, make sure it's a place with a picnic table. Fair PSA. The more you know, yeah. You should also know, by the way, hmm. if you want some kick-ass beer, you should go visit our friends Nick and Ivy. Brewing Company in Lockport, Illinois, 1026 Stout State Street. I'm glad that I clarified Illinois on that one in case people were confused. And you you gave a real solid South State Street. South State Street, my friends. Mm -hmm. Uh, Been there a couple times since they've Mm -hmm. uh, jumped on with us and love it there. Had a Mm -hmm. great time uh, with the Project Fire Buddies thing they did a couple weekends ago. Um, I was out in Lockport yesterday for a party, but it was such a damn busy day. I couldn't stop by. We were at the party with the taffy apple salad. Then Addie had uh, her friend Carson's birthday party in uh, Mokina. Then we had to get her in Mokina, go to Darien to go to the city, to go to the concert we went to. It was a crazy day, so I didn't have time to get to Nick and Ivy. But you should, because it's great. And whatever kind of beer fan you are, if you're a person like me who will typically just grab a Modelo or a High Life or a Coors Light or whatever, or if you're a real beer connoisseur and you love, you know, the really complex sort of things that are offered these days, Nick and Ivy has you covered. They've got mm-hmm. every beer 
for every kind of beer fan. If you're a sour, a Rattler, uh, uh, you know, IPAs, whatever you're into, they've got it for you at Nick and Ivy. It's constantly rotating. They're constantly making new things, but damn it, it's all so good. And if you love live music and you love sports, there's no better place to be than Nick and Ivy. Every Tuesday, there's open mic. Every Friday and Saturday, live acts come and play their stage. They don't have food there, but there's great food around there. You can bring in and eat at your leisure. It is a super casual, laid-back, non-pretentious, top-notch beer spot. If Seriously, if I was to take a, take a brewery and design it for me, it would mm-hmm. be Nick and Ivy because there's no pretension in there at all. It's an awesome place. So go check them out, 1026 South State Street in Lockport. Okay. I, I have a quick thing from something you mentioned. Yes. And you mentioned that, like, High Life and Modelo, kind of your thing. Mm-hmm. I caught a lot of flack at one point in time for bringing Modelo to a party. I don't get that. I, the thing is, Modelo's gotten more and more and more popular ever since then. <laughs> so, Are you taking credit for it? <laughs> should I be taking credit for the fact that Modelo is that popular yes. considering it was associated with i mean maybe my my most viral moment i mean i think that this is a can, great opportunity can we prove that, that it's not me we can't for that's for exactly. sure um mm-hmm. but i think this is a good time considering this is probably four or five years ago this happened yes and we probably have a lot of people that don't know us from 670 the score i think it is a great time rick for you to rehash <laughs> The greatest story of all time. (laughs) 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 And how, ultimately, you made Mm -hmm. Modelo cool. Yes. We are rebranding this story as Rick makes Modelo cool. I don't remember if... I should cue the Always Sunny music. Rick makes Modelo cool. (laughs) Yeah. I don't remember how many years ago it was now. It was... um, What was the occasion? Was it... It was a Super Super Bowl? Bowl. Okay. Super Bowl. I'm trying to remember who... Might have been Chiefs Niners. Okay. Maybe. So 2019, 20, I don't know, something like Doesn't whatever. Matter. Either way. I'm going to kick back with uh, my fat sack and listen to the story. Okay. So our friend Chris Tannehill ha- is having some people over to his place for the Super Bowl. I get invited. Like, great. Figure bring something to drink, contribute. Because Lord knows I can't cook slash bake anything at this, you know, right now. So, like, okay, I'll bring some beer. And, you know, you like in my rotation of things I'll get a taste for is Modelo, which is obviously widely available, but not like super popular in, I think it was 2019. So I'm like, okay, I grabbed, I think it was like a six pack of Modelo, bring that, getting close to Tanny's place. And I see it's it says like 500 feet or whatever till you have to turn. So I'm like, cool. Turn off the GPS. I know the house number. Turn, look for the house number. I don't. There's a couple of people outside. I don't really recognize them, but I I don't know who all is here. So I don't know if Chris has like, you know, other people that, that we don't know that I don't know, or uh, maybe his wife Odie has people over too, or family or something. Who knows? So. As I've talked about before, just like, okay, like going to places I don't know, the little bit of anxiety. I'm like, this is the one time I'm like, nope, push through it. Just push through it. Go to the door. Guy answers, looks a little confused. 
And, uh, and I was like, yeah, Chris invited me thinking Tanny somewhere else in the house or maybe making a run for something like, Oh, I didn't like, and I also, did I know? I don't remember if I knew that it was like, this is at Tanny's house or wherever it was. Just that's where the party was. So point is the guy lets me in is a little confused. I'm talking to people. I'm meeting people. And Tanny knew I was close. And after a few minutes, I'm like, I'm not seeing anybody. I'm not hearing anybody either. Cause it's one thing if like, maybe people are in another, another in another room, but you can hear them. So I'm like, this isn't adding up. This isn't good. So I end up calling Tanny and after I've been sitting down for like maybe five minutes, I call him and I'm like, dude, I'm, I just, like I took, I stepped outside to take the call and I was not at his house. <laughs> I was at some, some random person's house who knows somebody named Chris. What are the odds? Yes. Yeah. They had a, they had a cousin named Chris. So I bail on the Modelo, which I had put down in there. I was one block away. Oh my God. So when it's at like 500 feet, I actually turned in like whatever, like 200 feet or whatever it was. And they have the same house number too. So. Cut to Modelo's popular. Yes. (laughs) And so I get to Tanny's and I get, I appropriately catch a bunch of crap for it all night Everybody tells everybody because it's so stupid. But had fun, had fun there. Party was great. And telling that story on air, one thing that I thought was not very fair, I don't remember who who insinuated it at first. Might have been Parkins that I brought Modelo, um, because. Odie's family is Guatemalan and I thought they might like Modelo more because, and I'm like, that's one, that is a wild stretch. <laughs> yes. It's like, yes, let's try and make me vi- in a, like have a thinly rate, uh, uh, like mildly racist thought in here. Cool. Like, no, that's not what it was. I like Modelo. So no, that ended up, that was not a thing. I just like Modelo. Yeah. Modelo's excellent. Yes. So I, let me say in, this. in the in the in the many retellings of this in the immediacy afterwards, that was that kind of became a thing for a little bit. And I'm like, no, I just really like Modelo. So me standing up for the honor of Modelo and myself <laughs> probably made Modelo very popular. I, and I am an idiot. There's no other way uh, to draw Modelo's popularity without you having it at that wrong party. I oh. will say this, and I have said this. From the second I heard this story, this yes. can happen to anybody. You mm-hmm. are in the city where blocks yeah. are very, very close together. Mm-hmm. You find the house number. You clearly yes. see, uh, by the way, a house you've never been to. Right. You clearly see that that house has a party going on. Yes. You ring the doorbell. You say, Chris invited me. And they say, oh, cool. Come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could happen to anybody. It's one thing if you went to like the wrong house number. Sure. Or like, no, you did everything right. What screwed you was coincidence. Yeah. And turning off the GPS early. Sure. 
Fine. Because, you know, God forbid I actually trusted myself on anything. Well, look, <laughs> that could happen to anybody. You did exactly yeah. what you should have done. I would have gone home. I would have just been yeah. like, screw it. It's not meant to be. I'm not coming. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, you did the right thing leaving the beer behind because that way yes. you were just able to slip out. Mm-hmm. And they're like, whatever happened to dude? And didn't, yeah, didn't now, the dude that come was on the radio? The, the guy came on the radio the next day, didn't he? I don't think it was the next or day. I think there was yeah. a bounty put out on him <laughs> to come on. Yeah. And uh, so at some point I was on the air with him. Yeah. That's a great story. It's it, really it funny. Really is. And the reason pe- it's just like this podcast, <laughs> the reason people like it is because it's freaking relatable. It's yeah. everybody's nightmare. And the anxiety you're having walking up to that door mm-hmm. is the same anxiety everybody has in that moment. Dude, don't feel bad about that at all. I'm sorry. Like I, yeah, that could happen to literally anybody. Yeah. So yeah, don't Still feel funny. bad about it. Okay. All right. Well, I had a very busy week, so I'm actually out of new stuff to talk about. We okay. Can- I have one more. I have oh, one more thing. Ooh, content boy. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. Yeah. Make it up for lost time. Uh, so DK Metcalf. Oh yeah. The receiver from the Seahawks who is like ripped beyond all reason. By like, the way, congrats to the Seahawks hmm. for bringing back the throwbacks. They never should have left those in the first place. Oh, my God. Those are so good. Yes. Thank like, you. Like, sometimes I think you do need a little bit of perspective because I, I think when the, the ones they've been using first came out, I was, like, solid, pretty good. But, like, going back to, like, Ricky Waters, like, Steve Largent era type thing, I'm like, this is the perfect time to bring this back. They have – when you stray from, like, primaries and – um, like straight lines. Yeah, you are putting a timestamp on your uniform. Think of True. all the classic sports uniforms you can think of. From mm-hmm. like, I'm looking at a picture of the Blackhawks uniform, uh, Red Wings, Yankees, Cubs, White Sox. The Sox have changed forever. They always mm-hmm. change, but they're always classic. They're either they're pinstriped or they're like very very like blocky. Yes. When you add like weird like cuts and weird angles and stuff, you're it's going to go out of style. And I think the Seahawks got there. The perfect yeah. example of that to me is when the Buffalo Bills went navy. Yeah, that was yes. Like uh, Marshawn Lynch was there, yeah, like that it, era. It looked awful. Even in the so, time, it looked bad. So one that has actually been a change that I think made it better. And has actually become iconic in time was when the Eagles went from Kelly green to like the dark, like forest green and then sometimes black. Like that look is awesome. They kept it simple enough. Yeah, it was, it was like close enough to what it had always been. But as, and the, the person that I always associate with those uniforms are like, who's the coolest looking person to have ever worn this uniform? Brian Dawkins. Oh, Brian Dawkins is a good one too. (laughs) Because he had like the dark visor and the way he like came out when they would do the pregame uh, announcements, he'd do like this cool like somersault type thing. And I'm like, I don't know. And just like the fact that he's the, his style of play too, like he looked awesome in that jersey. That said, bring back the Kelly Greens. Yes. Well, said. yeah. I, I think at least a couple <laughs> times a year. Yeah. I still really love the dark green one, but I'm a sucker for like a dark green. Anyway, DK Metcalf. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, DK Metcalf was on Kevin Garnett's show or podcast or whatever on, on Showtime. And he talked about his diet. And you figure like with as ripped as this dude is, like he's got to have this like 
really set regimen and you know really taking care of himself yeah not so much over the course of it and like i think maybe the best part is like how disgusted kevin garnett is with his diet over the course of a day dk Metcalf has one meal a cup of coffee and three bags of candy on a daily basis, that's what he eats. Like he said, he has coffee like around noon. Like he'll drink like water, obviously, and whatever. But around noon, he'll have a coffee. And he's a, he's like you. He's big into gummy candies. Oh, so yeah. he like he shouted out the Lifesavers ones and the Skittles ones. And he has one meal a day at like 8 or 9 p.m. So it's working. Right, it's working, and I also would love to know how giant that meal is. Oh, it's got to be huge, and probably tons of carbs, and yeah. Yeah, but that just, and, and Garnett's looking at him like, really? And he, he's just like, yeah, this this, this is what I do. He's, he's like NFL Derrick Rose. Well, I mean, part of it is, and I don't, I just generally, mm-hmm. um, if, if an athlete comes from a lower income upbringing sure that you they kind of had to learn to scrap and survive and like whatever whatever it took to you know get through the day or whatever um i don't know if that's dk metcalf's i have no idea but Back i, I know yeah, that I like, don't either. like i know that i have i have friends who have similar um mm-hmm. or had at least similar diets and all of them have this common thread of they grew up without a lot you yeah. know and they kind of just had to well we'll have a big dinner but throughout the day just kind of make it work with whatever we got you mm-hmm. know I guess if you it gets you this far, yeah, you know what I mean. So that's crazy. I mean, that's crazy. I was reading about uh, Oppenheimer um, mm-hmm. and K- Killian. I don't know if it's Cillian or Killian Murphy who plays uh, J. Robert Oppenheimer in the movie. Um, Emily Blunt is in the movie too, and she was doing an interview, and she revealed that for him, for Killian Murphy, who's not a big guy by any means, he's kind of skinny. It's like not scrawny, but thin. Uh, yeah. For him to look like J. Robert Oppenheimer. He mm-hmm. ate an almond a day. Yeah. That's... One almond and cigarettes. That was his diet. <gasps> Here's the thing. And yeah. I appreciate method acting. <laughs> I appreciate method acting. Yes. <laughs> and your noises <laughs> to throw me off. Um, <laughs> but in the age of CGI, mm-hmm. can we just make the actor look thinner in post-production? Okay, so I was actually <laughs> earlier today listening to a podcast. Uh, it's one of it's one of my it's like my favorite non sports podcast where it's a uh, uh, cinephobe. Okay, it's where they review bad movies. Oh, they nice. watch and review bad movies that are at least that are forty percent or under on Rotten Tomatoes, and they were doing "Don't Mess with the Zohan." Oh God! And sorry, Dave yeah, Matthews. And, <laughs> yeah, and they and they were like, so did did Sandler actually work out or they had to just like paint or CGI on abs, right? I would imagine. I've never seen it, but I would imagine so. Yeah. I I would think they, ha- I, there's no way. There's another podcast like, called, how did this get made with, you know, Paul Shear? you know who that is? You've seen him. Yeah. He's yeah. a comedian with like the gap tooth and he's bald. Like he knows yes. it. And the guy who plays um, the guy with the wind chime penis and the good place. Yes, <laughs> that, and the guy from the league—I can never think yes. of his actual name. Um, 
they host it and they go over ba- old. Ba- they just did break into Electric Boogaloo, which is not a bad movie. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, very similar. I'll check that out. Cinephobe. I'm going to write that down. Yeah, that's um uh for for sports. It's done by people that are primarily working sports like Amin Hassan, who's part of uh, Metal Lark. Okay. And actually, I think that podcast is now part of Metal Lark. So it's like Zach Harper from The Athletic. Oh, nice. Amin Hassan. Uh, who you, was with ESPN for a long time, worked with worked in the Suns front office when like Shaq was there and that type of thing. And their like producer slash co-host is Anthony Mays, who's like kind of grew up in that like realm of people. It is so funny. Awesome. And they yeah. like they just hit like they do. They'll do like, oh, an entire month based off of this person. So like they've done Travolta month. Oh, and I need more than oh, one month. <laughs> oh, I know there is like at the be- part of each episode is repeat offenders. Oh, and so it's it's just it's great. They've done like a million Sandler movies. They've done a lot of uh, Nick Cage is like one of the one of their main people, too. That'll do it. All right. I'll check that out. Cinephobe. All right. Mm -hmm. That sounds good. All right. Is it? uh, Well, we should first tell people about our friends at Fredo's Culinary Kitchen. Yes. Schaumburg, 628 South Roselle Road in Schaumburg. I'm gonna be out that way this week. I gotta, I gotta get over there. I'm making it a point to get yeah. to Fredo's this week, not because nice. I feel an obligation. I do a little bit, but damn it, I just want the food. It's so freaking yes. good. Maybe I'll leave for work at like 9 a.m. <laughs> Still hoping. Like, yeah. yeah, I gotta get there early today and go to Fredo's for lunch on my way to the city. Uh, but you should too. Fredo'spizza.com. Fredo'sbakery.com. Follow them on Instagram at Fredo's Pizza. You really get a good idea of the great things they offer there they're always doing giveaways or always doing promotions on their on their social media so give them a follow at fredo's pizza want to save on your online order you're going to go and pick up lunch or whatever enter the code i'm fat and you'll save 10 percent every time you order at fredo's culinary kitchen so jay i'm ready to do that what should i get well you could start with the i'm fat burger the i'm fat grilled cheese or the i'm fat pizza they're on the menu every day because they were so damn successful when they were a promotional item, what, two summers ago? I think it's been about that long. Yeah. Yeah, I think sounds so. sounds about right. Um, so try those. The Cajun Bites are amazing. The mozzarella sticks are unreal, and they're huge. If you order an order of their mm-hmm. standard mozzarella sticks, it's a meal. That is a meal. That's how big they are. Uh, and then on the weekends, they've got the giant, like the foot-long mozzarella sticks. So you really can't go wrong. Everything's there. Everything there is great. And look, if you're not trying to gorge yourself with a meal, they've got stuff Imagine. for everybody there. Yeah, right. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The like uh, meal kits and stuff like that. That yeah. stuff is really cool. It's it's great. They do great stuff there. Fredo'spizza.com, Fredo'sbakery.com for their baked goods. But again, use that promo code I'm fat to save 10% on your online order at Fredo'spizza.com. And that is a uh, unlimited use code. So every time you go, you can mm-hmm. use that code at Fredo's Culinary Kitchen. So with that, Richard, I believe it is time to ask the fats. Good, as long as you don't call me Richard. Is that your name? I, I I don't like Richard. Oh. I'd rather be called Dick than Richard. I can work on that. Okay. <laughs> Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats. All right, Dick, we've got no emails and one voicemail this week. Come on, people. All right. We want to hear from you. People are tired of us. I'm fatpod at gmail.com. Or the fat phone is 708-858-3314. Before we get to that, we've got to get to this week's bacon report. Thanks, Jay. This week we have maple pepper, six pepper, chili lime, 
and sriracha bacon. Bacon jams, we have the original, the bourbon, the cherry jalapeno, and the chorizo. We're out of town this week, but keep your orders coming. I've gotten a few from you, and I'll get back to you as soon as I get back into the area, and we'll get your orders filled. Promise. Have a good week. Eat tons of bacon. For the Bacon Report, I'm Charlie the Bacon Guy. You've got it, Charlie. I'll Dick and I will eat as much bacon as we can, I promise. Yes. Um, ooh, chili lime, that's a new one, right? I think it's relatively new. had it yeah. before, and I, I haven't had that one yet. All right, got to put that one on the list. Get yourself some. CharlieTheBaconGuy at gmail.com is the way to get in touch with him. You could also hit him up on Instagram at CharlieTheBaconGuy. He's on Twitter at CZTheBaconGuy. Get in touch with him. Tell him what you want. If you've got some ideas for bacon, he'll make them happen if you order enough of it. Uh, and here's the thing with Charlie is you have it. If you have an idea or he has an idea and he tries it and it doesn't work, he's not going to just he'll just abandon the recipe or try to yeah. tweak it. Like, for instance, the other week we had chorizo bacon jam. He came to the CHGO studios. We had the chorizo bacon jam and it was the second time he'd made it because the first time he's like, eh, it was too salty or too ju- whatever. I forget exactly what was wrong with it. So he went back back to the drawing board did it again, and it was much better the second time. So that's what he gives you. He does not give you the stuff that doesn't work. So trust him. It's great stuff. CharlieTheBaconGuy at gmail.com. CharlieTheBaconGuy on Instagram or at CZTheBaconGuy on Twitter. All right. One voicemail. Let's get it. Hey, boys. This is Bobby D calling, and I wanted to add your hot dog at home preparation suggestions. And what I've got here is the air fryer. Use an air fryer on a hot dog for about seven minutes, maybe five. Check it after five, especially the natural casing hot dogs, such as like the frankfurter from Reams Market out in Melbourne. Um, most markets have natural casing hot dogs. It's outstanding. But a regular hot dog would probably work just fine, too. I haven't tried it. But, uh, yeah, give it a go. The air fryer for your hot dog makes it nice and crispy on the outside, hot and juicy on the inside. Thank you. Did we do that one last week? I think so. <laughs> see, I thought it was different because I can see like, it was an uh, – so the way b- – behind the curtain. The way we get it is I get an email when I get a voicemail, and I <laughs> go into the email, and I can listen to it from there. And it was marked as new. And the hmm. script looked like something I hadn't seen before, but I think we had that email before. But if you missed last week's show, there you go. There's how to air fry a hot dog. Yes. <laughs> By the way, Again. I thought I loved the air fryer. I There is someone I see regularly that puts my love of the air fryer to shame. Who's that? And and it's Sam's dad. Oh, nice. He, he like, the way Bubba is to shrimp... He is to the air fryer. He's like, I put this in the air fryer and this. And like, if he could have one piece of equipment to make things for the rest of his life, it would be an air fryer. I mean, and you know what? I, I can't disagree. You can do anything in there. Yes. Like this morning, yesterday morning, Hope and I went out to breakfast and we got, and Addie came too, and we got a ton of food from Gabe's. <laughs> just, so just be like, hey. You stay at home. Well, kid. these were Addie's uh, hash browns that she made. Um, so we went to Gabe's place, which we go to all the time, and there were some leftover hash browns. And Hope air fried the hash brown leftovers this morning, and they were perfect. Nice. You can't you can't screw things up in there. You just can't. And did I talk to you about um, last week the Starbucks? So, wait. So if you can't screw it up, could we market that it's dick proof? It could be dick proof. Yes. Mm, yes. Okay. 
because uh, if I can't least, mess it up, at least yeah. dick resistant. Um, oh, okay. As so many things are <laughs> I, things, people, you know, yes. Um, <laughs> but uh, what was I saying? Oh, did I mention last week the Starbucks egg bites that they have at Costco? I if I did, I don't know. I think so. Okay. Well, they, they sell these like sous vide egg bites at, at Starbucks. And it's like yeah. two. They're they're decent. I like quarter dollar size and kind of fat. Um, but they're like four bucks. You can get a box of 10 of these at Starbucks for or at Costco for like $12.99. And you air fry them nice. and they're perfect. So if I didn't say that last week, there you go. If I did, there it is again, just like the voicemail. Right. Boy, if there's ever proof that like once we're done recording, we forget like everything we talked about. No, this I, this episode is it. I thought that voicemail was a follow up. Okay. To like, I thought it was someone else saying try this too, or sure. verifying like here's how long to do it, but it was actually the same voicemail. So it was an honest mistake. Whatever. Yeah. All right. We let's, were due. Let's wrap this up before we screw more stuff up. All right. Follow <laughs> us on all of our social media at I'm Fat Pod. I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com. Check out the Patreon or Spotify if you like for all that type of stuff. I'm Fat Merch.com. New designs. Like the new designs look awesome. If you haven't been able to, if you haven't gotten any of our newer designs or any of our classic designs, if there's not a sale right now, there's going to be in probably 20 minutes. That's just how I'm fat merch.com works, man. That if you're frying, I'm buying. That's so good. <laughs> I love that. So that's probably going to be on my hit list for the next shirt that I end up getting. And then youtube.com slash I'm fat podcast to subscribe and like each video. So you can see what we're talking about while we're doing the podcast, you know, so that way you get all the, nothing's lost to translation in the audio format and even if you're not going to plan on watching it please subscribe and like the videos anyway that helps us out and then of course with the regular podcast feed subscribe unsubscribe resubscribe unsubscribe and resubscribe to help us boost in the old ratings and then leave the old five-star review and a rating because we're just trying to you know get more exposure here and uh you know dick needs more exposure so yes that is a thing uh, that I just said. It is. And it's and it's weird because I don't like speaking in the third person. Mm. But uh, yes. So help us out in that way. And the best thing you can do is check out our sponsors. Charlie the Baking Guy, Mazdo of Orland Park, Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, and Nick and Ivy Brewing. So for Jay, I'm Rick. And this is the I'm Fat Podcast. 55 burgers, 55 fries, 55 tacos, 55 pies, 55 coke, 100 tater tots, 100 pizzas, 100 tenders, 100 meatballs, 100 coffees, 55 wings, 55 shakes, 55 pancakes, 55 pasta, 55 peppers, and 155 taters.